Taxi Cab Confessions looks different here. We watch Odd Taxi and we're here to answer the question, was it a kawaii disappointment? Hello everyone and welcome back to Kawhi Disappointment, your weekly journey through the worlds of anime. With you as always is me, your host, producer, weave of all trades, and asocial walrus taxi driver, PJ. And me, a cute little hippo seeking validation through viral posts, Skylar. And joining us today as always is our dear friend and newest piece of this ever-growing puzzle, Lauren. Hi, I am old enough to remember when taxis were the only rideshare option available. <laughs> oh god. And thank god that's not a thing anymore. Not Honestly. me. I'm young. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> you being actively older than Lauren. <laughs> Their ages aside, we are continuing through Furry Month this week with Odd Taxi, Woo-hoo! which is our Gold Star anime for the month. Yay! Yeah! I'm excited. So tell me, Lauren, that name alone, Odd Taxi, what do you think this anime is going to be about? Okay, so I think we're going to be in a taxi. I literally hate how out of nowhere these predictions get sometimes, I know. Lauren. It's I, insane. Listen. You're off the wall. Listen. Just bear with me. Just just let me paint a picture, right? Okay. I'm thinking yeah. we're in a taxi and there's a driver um, who's going to be an animal because we're in furry month and uh, we're going to see a day in the life with a taxi driver. So um, we're going to see how nuts his clients are, how much insanity they bring to his otherwise very mundane life. But I think it's going to be one of those like those like the TV show 24 where each episode is like an hour long in his life. So over the span of however many episodes, that takes up the entire day. Hmm. I don't know if that now, makes Now, do you anticipate this getting like, you know, like what's like the general vibe? Like, th- are you picturing this more? Like, is this basically Taxi Cab Confessions? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anything's going to get like off the walls crazy, but I think, you know, he'll help some people through their midlife crises and you know someone is like probably gonna throw up in the taxi at some point because apparently that's like a thing they always have to deal with and do you guys remember taxi cab confessions uh my mom actually wouldn't let me watch it yeah i don't know this thing and she let me watch rocky horror picture show when i was in fifth grade so i don't understand taxi cab confessions was like late night hbo and it was literally like a camera set up inside taxis and like people would be talking to the taxi driver and some of it was wild some of it wasn't and it was a show and that's that's <laughs> this but with an animal probably animals i don't want to be i'm sure everyone's an animal in this no just the taxi cab just driver <laughs> how cool it's like it's like that meme where you replace all of the characters in a movie with muppets except for one it's gonna be that so we have the one yeah. animal and everyone else is a human there you go <laughs> <laughs> What's the what is he animal wise? You got to make your prediction on that then. Okay. What kind of animal is the taxi driver to you? Gives me a taxi driver vibe. This sounds like it could be racist. I know. I'm low-key waiting for it to get racist. <laughs> it's a trap. It is a trap. You know, I've mostly seen dogs driving. I've seen videos of dogs driving before. So we'll say he's uh, a stray. What kind of dog? Like a mutt. Like, a, you know, a stray dog. Saying a mutt is so non-committal. Oh, my 
mascot, but he is. He's a mutt. Bacchus any, is a any, mutt. Any type of dog could be a mutt, but it's a type of mutt. He's like the tramp. I don't know what animal, what dog breed that is, but I'm, pick, I'm envisioning that. Like the tramp from Lady and the Tramp. Ooh, okay. This rough looking Was he like dog. a wire hair something? <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's that. That's that. I'm good That's at him. dogs. Like a terrier. Canonically, he's like some sort of terrier or something. Yeah. Because he has like the triangle ears. I don't know. Yeah, so we've got our terrier, our, our terrier mutt. Yeah, driving around these humans all day, mm-hmm. getting them to spill all the beans, and whether he wants them to or not. Yeah, and sometimes they spill what's in their stomachs. Boom, boom! boom. That's the tagline right there, baby. Ah, taxi. <laughs> there you go. Now tell me, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I still think that the crux of the show happens in a taxi, but more animals than I had predicted. And the driver is not at all what I envisioned. So that's exciting because our walrus is the driver because he's the one sitting behind the steering wheel. So I'm assuming he's our main character whom we're following. He looks super over it and um, he probably daydreams while he's on the job, but he is the best driver in the business. So he's got that going for him, which is nice. So all of the other pictures around him of all of these other characters, I think either work for the taxi cab company or are his clients that we're going to be meeting. So I'll just go around the circle. Directly to the walrus's left is this white monkey. And I think that is going to be his best friend. This monkey is very loyal. He keeps our walrus grounded in the real world. But he's just like, he's just vibing, man. He's just like here for a good time. This little sheep lady up on the top, she is definitely going to be his crush. And he tries to impress her. But um, he's definitely all in his feelings about being like a taxi driver and what she'll think of him and his day job. So, you know, those those long necked sheep. <laughs> what is she supposed to be? A llama or alpaca. Oh, is that what she is? Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Lambie four time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> she little foot. <laughs> the long necks. Oh, my God. That took me back. <laughs> Listen, they're anthropomorphic. It could be anything. Everyone else matches proportions except for the sheep. They got to give the sheep that long neck. Maybe it's just, maybe, I don't know. Maybe when they stand up, they have longer necks than we think. Have you seen a, a sheep walk around on two feet? I don't know what yes, their neck I proportion is. Yes, I actually have. Is. Have you really? They have very stout necks. Oh, I have not. So apparently my, I don't have a lot of experience with sheep. But this llama alpaca lady then, I guess, she's, yeah, the love interest. And he's very embarrassed about his his life and how he's been running it. But she's very nice. She's very understanding. I don't know if we get a lot of them because I don't think she's a regular client. I think he just sees her around a lot. But, you know, she's goals for him. Moving on to the boar and the horse. I say that they are the walrus's bosses of the taxi cab company. They're both equally incompetent. The horse is that boss that never knows what's going on and just kind of wanders around the place and pretends like he's in charge whereas the boar is that like stickler boss who always follows the rules and is very much like you're gonna follow the rules too no matter what Mm -hmm. so those are his bosses and then i took a bit of a wild turn with the ape and scrubs who is pictured at the top i said uh he is an actor in a soap opera that i think the walrus has playing in the cab because he's just so invested in the story he needs to know what happens next so i think he (laughs) Because in 
When I was in New York, they had TVs in the taxis, and some some of them still do. So I just pictured that. Honestly, some Ubers have TVs now. Yeah, it's like a thing. So no matter what client he has, I think he always has this soap opera playing in the background just because he, he has it for the clients. It's not really for the clients. It's for him. But he's like grown low-key invested. Yes. <laughs> like at first he wasn't and he still likes to admit think he does it. But like he is invested. He's super invested. And uh the the ape in Scrubs is the main doctor, the Dr. Drake Ramore that, you know, what is it, Dr. McDreamy or whatever. He's that character. Moving right along to this this baboon who is smoking. That's bad for you kids. Really um, bad for you. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> This one also took a while to turn because he looks very mean and uh, like he has seen some shit. So I said that he is a member of the mafia and he's trying to recruit our taxi driver to work for the mob. And Mr. Walrus is just out here trying to do his job. But this baboon is super impressed with his skills and his discretion. So he's always like, we could pay you a lot of money if you just like sit outside of a place and then drive to where we tell you. He's trying to get him to be... A getaway driver? A getaway driver. <laughs> yeah. I love it, actually. And uh, the walrus is just always like, nah, bro. But the baboon just keeps booking jobs to try to recruit him. So he keeps showing up. And the walrus is not about it. Honestly, though, like, how inconspicuous would that be? Like, you're like, oh, where's the getaway car? Not knowing it's a taxi. Because who taxi. would take a taxi? Who would do that? See, the baboon's... The baboon's smart. He knows what's up. He's trying to do the really smart thing here. But Mr. <laughs> Walrus is just vibing, man. And he, he can't be parted from his soap operas. The puppy and the kittens pictured below in the little cute dresses with the spotlights, I said, are pop stars. And when the soap opera isn't playing, there's probably like an MTV station going on. And they're probably like a pop group that comes on in between. And our walrus driver, because the TV's on all the time, definitely knows all of their songs, but pretends he doesn't. So there's our pop group that we listen to in the cab. And then this porcupine, who also looks very upset about life. He is a fellow taxi driver. He is definitely working for the mafia, and he's using the walrus as a decoy so he can just go about his business. Ooh. So if the bosses start to get in on like the mafia scene, the porcupine's like, no, dude, that's the walrus. That's not me. You know, he's using him as a patsy. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then rounding it out with these dogs. They look like beagles, I'm assuming. They're uh, dressed as police dogs. So we have some dog cops and they are trying to get onto the the mafia scene because they've been tracking the mafia's I guess all of their raids and stuff and they're now catching on that they're using taxis as a getaway and so Ugh. they're like going after the walrus to try to get to the mafia but he's defo not working for them um and they're just never going to leave this poor man alone they're going to just be a thorn in his side the whole time everyone's a thorn in his side I think except for the llama alpaca lady <laughs> Yeah I mean I think this is a very well-rounded story Thank with you. a very well-rounded cast. You know, I can imagine all the scenes where the cops are like, well, we have pictures of the baboon going into your taxi. And he's like, he's just a client, dude. He's just a client, man. I don't know anything about him. He's just someone who pays me money. Yeah. Yeah. Stolen and meanwhile, money. the porcupine's probably like planting evidence in his other taxi to be like, oh, no, he was defo involved. Mm. It's going to get 
is going to get real dramatic and not Ugh, just because we're watching Walrus. soap operas. Poor Mr. Walrus. All he wants is to live a comfortable taxi life. Where he can catch up on his soaps and just make some money, you know? And everyone's got to make the job hard for him. What a vibe. What a mood. <laughs> <laughs> you guys at work. well i do uh enjoy this prediction a lot i'm curious to see how much of it comes true after we watch episodes one and two of odd taxi so let's do that and we'll be right back so stay tuned all right we're back we are lauren watch episodes one and two of odd taxi lauren tell me what did you think i don't think i've ever been more right but at the same time more wrong about a prediction because this is about just the taxi and the walrus but everyone else was it kind of revolves around him but i really really liked it and it's i think one of the best well-written shows i've ever seen this is personally one of my favorite shows like maybe i've ever watched Mm. i think it has some of the tightest writing Yes, I've oh, ever yeah. seen in a show. Like, and it continues. Like, as as the as the one person here who has finished the show, Ooh. it is so. It's it has one of my favorite storytelling tro- like mediums or tropes, which is the like you know the four rooms style of writing, where it's right. like several different scenarios that keep intertwining with each other into mm-hmm. one conglomerate story. Yes, and I love Otakawa being the linchpin to everything, to always. all of it. Yeah. Ugh. And you don't even like there's even way more threads that you guys haven't even got into yet. I like it's fucking wild. I believe how crazy it. the show gets. I mean, the way it ended. I love how like seamless all the conversations are. Like there's no like awkward silence. Everything just kind of blends and keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like a Tarantino noir. Honestly, yeah. Like I could see this being a movie, like a live action movie, like no problem. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Like, and, it w- and this is like a movie that would have Oscar contention with how good it's written. Like, I think mm-hmm. this is such, it definitely fit. It definitely deserves our gold star for the month. And it is definitely in high contention for maybe my favorite anime of last year, personally. Right. That is a very high esteem, but I think it's well-deserved. But let's talk about kind of how we got here. So Odd Taxi is based on the manga by Kazuya Konomoto that ran in Superior Dalpana magazine starting in January of 2021 and is still ongoing today with three current volumes. There's also a novel adaptation of the series written by Manabu Wakui that released July 2021. The anime was directed by Baku Kinoshita and was done by Studio LLM for TV Tokyo, running from April to June of 2021 for 13 episodes. A film, Odd Taxi in the Woods, which serves almost like as a recap film of the series, released earlier this month on April 1st, 2022. How fun! In addition to all of that, there was an audio drama that ran concurrently to the series, but followed only conversations picked up by a bugged pen, which can be seen throughout the series, and an actual Twitter handle for Kabasawa, the hippo from episode (laughs) one. With that, let's jump into episode one and two. A walrus named Otakawa wakes up from a nightmare in his taxi as he gets back into his shift, listening to the radio while searching for customers. His next fear is a hippo named Kabasawa who takes a selfie with him to go viral on social media. A pair of cops, the twin Daimon brothers, pull Otakawa over and ask if he knows the whereabouts of a criminal named Dobu. Otakawa denies it. After a shift, Otakawa talks to someone in his home through a closed door, though they do not respond. The next day, Otakawa pays a visit to his doctor, Goriki. The elder Daimon sees Otakawa leaving the clinic and takes the SD card from his dash camera, threatening him not to tell anyone else about this. Later that day, Kakihana lies about his income on a dating app, hoping to find a woman. Goriki gets a call from a nurse informing him that some Someone has been stealing drugs from the hospital, 
with his own nurse, Shirakawa, suspected. Meanwhile, Shirakawa gets into Orikawa's taxi, and Dobu gets an SD card handed to him by the Elder Daimon. Orikawa and Shirakawa talk about their respective pasts with each other and end up exchanging phone numbers at the end of their taxi ride. Kakihana gets a match on his dating profile with a young woman named Shiho, who happens to be a backup singer with a new idol group called Mystery Kiss. After their latest concert, the lead singer Rui notices their group seems to be having trouble gaining more attention and confides in her superfan Imai about it. Despite Imai's suggestions, Rui is shackled by the demands of her management. Imai ends up taking a ride in Oakawa's cab and manages to scam him into a ride despite barely having money after buying lottery tickets and merch for Mystery Kiss. Orikawa's next fare is a pair of comedians, Baba and Shibagaki, who end up fighting in the backseat over their partnership, though Orikawa finds it amusing, especially as he listens to their AM radio talk show. Baba suddenly gets a call to appear at a daytime show without Shibagaki. After dropping them off, Dobu enters the cab holding Oakawa at gunpoint from the back seat, and that's episodes one and two of Odd Taxi. So wild. What a way to end an episode. Oh my god, I'm sweating. I love a good noir like mystery. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially when it's like and I and I, I guess I want to call it a specifically a mystery because like there's just a million moving pieces and you never know where anything's gonna land. But this isn't a detective story by any means. Like no. it's just a mystery that you're following and watching unfold in front of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of lulled into it too, right? Because you're just watching Otakawa go around and like live his life and then as you follow him, you start to see all these different threads of these people's lives and they're starting to unwind. And then pretty soon you're in like with this insanely dangerous criminal and like the police and just a whole bunch of stuff. It's really, really cool to see it all come together. So something I wanted to talk about because, you know, I'm a slut for this type of thing. (laughs) I just love how textures of backgrounds and when they don't like match up, Mm. like I love it. I'm a fucking sucker for it. And honestly, the like the backgrounds are just so interesting. Like mm-hmm. they're not necessarily like straight lines or anything. They're they're very fuzzy and I love it. Yeah. And I mean, I I like that as a choice because it really brings focus into the taxi. Yes, he's in a city, but like it's just about this this guy. And it's right. great. Yeah. It was a it was beautiful animation. Uh, it's a good old taxi noir. One of those classic taxi noirs. Ah, yes. My favorite movie genre. (laughs) Is that what Drive's about? Unfortunately not. Oh, well then. There are, I will say, a lot of driver noirs, right? So like something like Driver would fit in that. There are a lot of driver noir movies. And I guess you could say that this would fit in that genre. Even though the series isn't about him driving. Like a lot of those driver noirs are about people who are getaway drivers or like someone like on the run from the law. This would be a very weird introduction into that space. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Do you guys think, not PJ, Lauren, do you think the, the llama alpaca girl's affections <laughs> are real? Or do you think it's a trap? Is she a honeypot? Oh, no, I didn't even think about that. I thought she was very genuine. I She's so sweet. I really love her. I love how, I do love how genuinely genuine she is. Like, my favorite part is when he's like, hey, where are you from? And she's like, from this place. And he's like, can you sing me, like, a song from that place? And she and immediately she starts. And he's like, okay, okay. He's like, oh, I didn't actually think you were going to do that. <laughs> and be good at singing. But I mean, she even um gets into the We Are the World <laughs> 
thing that the the doctor and Otakawa were talking about, where she's like, you guys were wrong. The real MVP of that was whoever she said it was. Cindy Lauper, I think. And Otakawa was like, what the hell? Well, I like how they keep going like, because they were talking about Bruce Springsteen, right? Yeah, they're talking about yeah. Bruce Springsteen. And they just keep being like, Bruce or Springsteen or Bruce. And, it, and then at one point, Goriki's like, you just like saying Bruce or Springsteen, don't you? <laughs> Say it three times fast in a row. <laughs> Bruce or Springsteen, Bruce or Springsteen, You've Bruce or Springsteen. <laughs> Uh, uh, that again, like it's, but it's like the, the writing is. It feels so natural. Yeah, like every conversation feels real. Like at no point while I'm watching it, even though this is an animated show with animals, at no point was I like, "This is an." Uh, at every point, I was like, "This is a very real conversation." You know? Yeah, this does with dialogue. With my favorite thing to do with dialogue, or my favorite thing to see, which is a lot of banter and a lot of back and forth but it's not unnecessary. It's all character building or it is plot driving, but I love, love banter or quote unquote nonsense dialogue that actually has an impact. And this does it like to perfection. They're not like talking to fill the silence. They're just talking to be natural. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It all has a meaning and it all has weight to it, even though they are arguing about who the MVP was for We Are the World, you know? It, it all matters to a certain extent. And it's ugh, chef's kiss. Love it. It was great. I really do love all the modern like music, like name drops and everything that mm-hmm. they keep bringing up. <laughs> because I like the idea that this is just the regular, like this is just the world. You know, right. like there's nothing mm-hmm. different about it. This isn't like Anima City. It's Tokyo. You yeah. know, there's yeah. not like, it's not like Wolf Springsteen. It's Bruce Springsteen, you know, like. <laughs> Not Wolf Springsteen. <laughs> you know, but like, that's like the type of thing that a lot of shows like this would do if they did want to set it in like modern day. Like, they'd be like, yeah, but it's the animal version, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's great. Cut back to Wolf Springsteen. No, to Bruce Springsteen. And he actually is just like a dog, but that's fine. But it's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. 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 They didn't, you know, do anything clever try to do anything clever with it it's just it's who he is right yeah. right but you know you get so many like i feel like the like every again i feel like every conversation is just so good i feel like i'm just gonna keep saying that because obviously as like <laughs> a bit of a writer myself <laughs> <laughs> i think i was just so taken with the writing of this show like mm-hmm. I, like i literally could just envision the script and i was like wow this is one of the best scripts I've ever read. Type of it's thing, you know, so strong. Yeah, like it, I think this is, like you said, kind of a masterclass in dialogue and banter. Like, mm-hmm. if you are someone as a writer that struggles with how to have natural conversation or have banter in those moments, this is like the class you need to take. Is right. is odd taxi, and you know, just also how to set up a world. Like, I know so much about every one of these characters already. Like the intro section with Kabasawa and his like desire to be famous on social media mm-hmm. is such a great conversation. Like Otakawa just kind of trying to lecture him about it and like how that stuff shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. But you know, Kabasawa like barely listening to him and then getting his viral tweet out of it anyways. Right. And he hangs it up on his wall later. Because yeah, it. it matters so much to him, you yeah. know. And it's like a very interesting like perspective on like the social media age and kind of how it matters to the youth more mm-hmm. than a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And then you also have, you know, just like the the 
the banter between him and Goriki, the banter between him and Kakihana, mm-hmm. like that are very like this is a friend I have that is like more of an acquaintance than anything. Mm-hmm. Like realistically, Urakawa doesn't have an, any actual friends. No, he doesn't. He is very solo, except for maybe a uh, someone in his house. Like, what's <laughs> up with that? He was like, you can leave at any time and you don't hear or see anything. I was like, is he? <laughs> what's happening? Who's in his house? See, this is the only bad part about binge watching a show like this. That's so short that I'm like, wait, what happens? And mm. I'm like, oh, wait, do you not know what's going on there yet? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, they just hinted at it briefly, I think, in the first episode. Yeah, because the second episode was more, had more characters introduced. So the first episode, he was just at home hanging out. And then seemingly to no one is like, you know, well, you could leave at any time, right? When the Diamond Brothers stop him, don't they question him about some They only question him about Dobu, right? They do, right. yes. But he's watching, he's actively watching the news about, I can't remember what it was. Um, a girl that's gone missing. A girl that's gone missing. And then that's when he starts talking to, again, seemingly no one saying, you know, you can leave at any time, right? And I was like, oh, my God, I don't I don't know what's happening because <laughs> that seems too obvious. That's what I wanted to avoid. I was like, I don't want to sit here and be like, you know, the missing girl. Because we we assume or we hear about the missing girl in mm-hmm. the first like three minutes of everything. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We even saw a body bag. I mean, but we don't know beginning. if it's her body bag. No. Well, I mean, I mean you don't even know if else. the situations are connected, right? Again, no. that's what drives the good mystery. It could be money. Right. And what drives the good mystery is playing on your imagination more right. than what you What's actually, actually see. There. Mm-hmm. Right. A good horror, good mystery all plays on the fact that you will always imagine something worse than the reality. Mm-hmm. And by planting the seed of like hey there's this missing girl and then having him be in his apartment by himself talking to someone it makes you think like this is what could be the case but also it could easily not be Mm -hmm. yeah but you know the story is subverting like it's scary it's trying to trick you more than it is trying to trick you know anyone else Mm -hmm. right yeah the red herring yeah and you also get like so many different things happening like is dobu potentially connected to this kidnapping too Mm -hmm. i don't think so. or what's going on with this like pharmaceutical theft where potentially you have medicine going missing specifically the fact that shirakawa is suspected of stealing meds from the office well that's Mm -hmm. why i was like is she being genuine is this a red herring is there a double red herring that's what that's what's put you on to her. I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I just thought she was. But I think being it's framed. supposed to give you mistrust. So that's mm-hmm. why I think it is a red herring. I don't know. It's probably the doctor. It's always the doctor. I don't know. Maybe it's someone we haven't even met yet. You know, we're Skylar and I, in theory, we're only two episodes in. So I'm sure that what we're saying, PJ already knows the answers to. <laughs> yeah. But again, what I love is just like the the connections in this show, right? It's mm-hmm. like the one of my favorite tropes in mystery as well, which is uh, the biggest little town around. Yes, Long Beach. <laughs> which is everyone knows each other somehow, mm-hmm. uh, whether they know it or not. It's yeah. a real seven degrees. And, you know, because you have like the situation where... Kakihana matches with Shiho, who is in Mystery Kiss, and Mystery Kiss's biggest fan, well, and the lead singer is Rui, and her biggest fan is uh, Imai, who ends up in Otakawa's cab. Like, you know, all, and Otakawa and Kakihana are friends. Like, you know, this weird, like, circular relationship that keeps building. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, even the the hippo, I think the reason, at least they hinted at the reason his tweet went viral was not because of the the photo of him and Otakawa. It was because they accidentally photographed Dobu in the background. And then Dobu comes into it later. Yeah. And that becomes its own whole thing. Like, this Mm -hmm. isn't like a spoiler spoiler, but he starts becoming a like, I am his like social media persona becomes like, I am the vigilante that's going to (laughs) like cut down the criminals (laughs) of this city. Oh, my God. God, he's so he's so sweet, but he's like so delusional. Yeah, yeah. But and then you also have like Baba and Shibagaki, who you have Otakawa listening to their radio show mm-hmm. throughout the episodes, and then they get into his taxi and they're talking about like their and you know throughout their radio segments, they're basically talking about how they're not finding success yes. as comedians. But at the end of it, you have the fact that Baba is is now being asked to be on a daytime television show, but not Shibagaki. Damn. That was rough. And like, it's starting to create this division. And mm-hmm. also, but also now it's like, Odakawa knows that. And like, there's probably going to be more connections that fall from that. Like, are they going to start separating? And maybe Shibagaki's going to end up in a bad place. Like, you know, there's a million different possibilities that come from every part of this story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, though, Lauren, the whole thing with the comedian duo, like going off and doing different spots, mm-hmm. that is pretty common where you'll see like a big like idol group and then you'll see like someone on a variety show, whereas like someone else is on a cooking show. Like they don't always pair them up together, mm-hmm. but like we are set up to believe that he's like the the not passionate, not committed one. So it is kind of like a stinger that like he's the one that's chosen for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that is apparently more marketable or more desirable, but he's the one who also isn't putting in as much effort, which isn't that always the way. If you don't really want something, that's when you're going to get it. Well, they always say, what is it? I think it's Plato or Socrates, one of the great philosophers. Hmm. I said that leadership should be given to those who don't want to lead. Yeah, I've heard that too. The best people who lead are the ones who don't want to do it. And, you know, maybe it's the same way with uh, daytime TV show spots. If you don't want to be on a daytime television show, you should be. You're the best person to be on a daytime television show. Hashtag Socrates. Hashtag Socrates. As a former film student who's taken many a script writing classes, I agree with everything you both said. Oh, my God. No, but this definitely feels like I would come into a class and a teacher would be or a professor would like sit backwards in a chair and he's like, you want to learn about dialogue? We're going to watch anime. Oh, not anime. (laughs) Oh, my God. They'd probably, depending on the era of the of the teacher, they might say Japanimation. Oh. Remember when anime was called Japanimation? <laughs> what? Oh yeah, like you go into the Sunco store or something. Oh my god! It like obviously Japan, it was anime because it's always been anime, right? But a lot of, for a long time in the West, it was Japanimation. Ew. Because that's technically what it is, I suppose. I mean, it it is Japanese animation, but yeah. I don't I don't like that. I'm glad it's anime. Well, you know I'm glad what? we just went to its actual name. Maybe what? doesn't like you. So Oh Dang, Skylar well, protective oh, of joking. the xenophobic no, title no, of Japanimation. I'm just giving you the business one. <laughs> I didn't ask for business. Skylar is xenophobic. <laughs> PJ. Fuck up. <laughs> Kenichiwa, <laughs> my fellow weebs. Sorry for the long delay on this episode. We had a lot of issues with the computer we edit on, 
But after some replacement pieces and some cleaning and time away, we are back in action and should see less delays, at least because of technical issues, our own procrastination withstanding. If you're craving more Kawhi Disappointment, head on over to our Patreon after this episode to listen to all of our bonus content. Along with this episode, today we will be releasing our next bonus episode where we have Lauren make predictions for every new anime in the spring 2022 season. So if you want to hear Lauren's predictions for anime such as Spy Family and your boy Kong Ming, want a chance to vote on next month's Reduce Redo, or are just excited to hear any of the other bonus content that we've released or have planned to come down the pipeline, you can find us on Patreon by searching Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons, starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the amazing Skullbosh and incomparable Alex J. They are not alone though, as we also have our amazing Super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Rebel in an Isekai, and Jellums, and our Kawaii Desu patron, our $3 tier, Eliza L. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesuPod, or go to KawaiiDesuPod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. Spread the word about us, and if you feel so inclined, leave a review on iTunes, rate us five stars on Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. It really does help. Special shout out to Wade Master Wayne over on iTunes who gave us a five-star review. Thank you, as always, for all of you that give us those five-star reviews on iTunes. Again, it really does help. We will see you all again next week as we close out Furry Month with Beastars. Now, back to the podcast. Obviously, a lot of your predictions are accurate. You were wrong on like a handful of them, though. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you were pretty rock solid on Otakawa. I was. Pretty rock solid on Kakihana. You were pretty, pretty good on Shirakawa. Mm-hmm. You were wrong on Baba and Shibagaki because you I thought was. they were going to be the taxi cab bosses. You were super wrong on Goriki. I guess you were kind of right in that you thought he was playing a doctor. I did, but I didn't anticipate him on actually a soap opera, being but he's a doctor. An actual yeah, doctor. He's a real doctor, for sure. You are pretty right on Dobu. Mm. <laughs> You, oh god you're kind of right on mystery kiss a little bit a little bit i mean he does listen to their music but it's not yeah not what i was envisioning you will not meet mr porcupine for quite some time so i won't even mention him rip and then the diamond brothers who are pretty wrong on yes yeah i didn't anticipate they were going to be working with dobu well let's be clear they're not both it's true. It's just the because it's very clear that one. the younger one, uh, they're twins. But you know that twin thing where they're like, "I'm three minutes older." One of them has to be older. It's just a state of fact. Yes, but it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> Why is it stupid? At the end of the day, you were born the same day. Just because? Okay, so let's say you and I were born the same day. One of us de facto has to be older than the other. No, we're just the same age. I mean, you're going to be the same age, yes, but. When it comes to siblings. You don't celebrate your birthday based on when the the minute you're born. You're not like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. It's not my birthday till 3.07 p.m., you know? Some people you do. You celebrate birthday based on the day. So at the end of the day, Fucking it's Fucking psychopaths so do, Lauren. 
Is there someone that does? I don't want to meet him. Oh my god! We just alienated like a good portion of our audience. Honestly, guys, I'm sorry. I'm here to judge you. Um, wow. But obviously, you have the younger one who is trying to be like a righteous cop, but is yes. also a little fucking stupid. Very. And much then you have so. his older brother who is super corrupt. So corrupt. A yeah. cab, even in this world. And yeah. every time you know his brother starts being like, "Hey, here's the legitimate cop question." He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, fuck taxi drivers." And he's like, "You're right, boss. Fuck taxi drivers." <laughs> And it's true. I love the little, the younger twin brother. He is, he is just trying to do his best. And the older one's like, no, no, this is how you do real police work. But he's just a corrupt cop. Can you imagine? Uh, now, I, I'm sure this has to have been a thing. But I also do look he want to show about twin cops. Okay. What? Go for it. Say more. I love the idea of twin cops that are on the beat together. Okay. And I like the, well, you know, I think that's already just a great concept for a fucking, like, you know, one season Fox, like, 6 p.m. show. Yeah. You know, like, that sounds great. And then you just have, like, I can't wait for, like, that scene that they, you were, like, the bad guy thinks he's, like, about to evade the cops and he, like, knocks one out. And then he's like, haha, I'm God. And then he sees the same cop and he's like, what the fuck? But it's just because they're twins. Right, right, right. <laughs> There you go. It writes itself. Ha-ha, I'm God. <laughs> That's how criminals talk, Skylar. Ha ha. Foiled again. <laughs> That's what Sunday or Saturday morning cartoons taught me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could talk all day about every little scene that I thought was amazing in this show mm. and every line of dialogue that I thought was perfectly written. Most of it. But I'm gonna reserve myself if there's anything else you guys want to talk about. I did have a question. Um and I guess it could be more of a discussion. Early in episode one, Otakawa says that he always has five different responses to each question and he tries to find the one that's going to be the least offensive, which is just really funny. But do you think he's on the spectrum or do you think he's just very, very antisocial? No, he's super asocial. He had a very traumatic thing happen in his childhood. Mm-hmm. I kind of desocialized him from society. I hate that. So I think he he is someone that isn't necessarily on the spectrum through like anything like, you know, mental. Like he doesn't have like kind of the different brain chemistry that comes with something like autism. Mm -hmm. I think he has more of a social like repression. Anxiety. Like it's it's really asocial is is what he is. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't have like any anxiety about social situations. He just has what kind of does come from a lot of uh, autism, which can be uh, becoming asocial and becoming very kind of internal mm-hmm. like I am very much the same way where I and you guys know this and I also know that you guys can hate this sometimes I have conversations in my head before I have them with people yes but like really quickly like I'll say something and I will immediately p- imagine your response the response I will have from that and then your response to that and I will say nine times out of ten I'm pretty right on how people are going to respond to things but because of that sometimes I will try to pick the the a different it like i'll have to stop for a moment because i'll think of what i want to say and i'll be like that's not gonna go over well think of a different thing to say or sometimes i'll just have the whole conversation in my head and i'll be like oh i don't need to continue this conversation i already know where it's gonna land (laughs) i've already got into the last page of the book (laughs) yeah he read us the first chapter and then read us the last chapter and i'm like no 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 
what happens in the middle to be fair i don't even read the last chapter out loud i just tell you guys like i'll say something like hey what do you you know i'll just ask like a question and then i'll have the whole conversation in my head and land on the answer and i'll just be like oh never mind don't worry about it anymore and they'll be like what the fuck lauren we were literally in bed bath and beyond and he was about to say something and i was like and he was like never mind and i was like no what he's like no i already know exactly what you're gonna say and i was just like well we don't know that and he's like no i do and I'm, I'm like, well, I want to, it's always like, well, I, I want to know. know. I don't care if I was going to be upset or something. I just need to know now. And now that I know that you've thought about it and you've made the active decision to not say it because you don't want to upset me, I won't get upset. Spoiler alert. I'm always a teeny tiny bit upset. <laughs> but it literally would be like, all right, well, I said this and then you would say this and then you would feel this way and you would do this. And I'd be like, well, I want to super feel like that <laughs> uh, so moral of the story i'm right <laughs> but i've gotten really Got good about doing that to pj not to pj but when people ask me about conversations they'll have with pj i'm like he's gonna respond like this 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 and this and this and then they'll be like you're right he did hit all those things so thank you pj for rubbing off on me not yeah. that way well we are married <laughs> skylar <laughs> When a man loves a woman, they I learn how to me. communicate with one another. When a walrus loves an alpaca, oh, 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 crying. I steal medication, maybe. No. <laughs> all right. Well, all of that said, you know, this, this anime again has such tight writing, but you know what else it has is tight music. Mm. Oh my God. Yes. So let's talk about the intro and outro for Odd Taxi. So that intro is Odd Taxi by DJ Pun P. Lauren, tell me what you thought about that intro. This was so nice. I don't know if I've ever seen an intro that was this mellow before, but it slaps. Like, it was so cool. I loved the visuals paired with it. It was a really, really great time. It was like a coffee shop vibe, but in the best way. Yeah, yes. it's very, it's like nice, mellow hip hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in like a really good way, it's got immaculate vibes. Yes. Yes. It just it is it's great driving down the road at night with like the street lights passing you by kind of music. In a taxi. In a taxi <laughs> There you go. It writes itself. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's a solid OP, definitely like hits one of my lists, whether it's like top fifty, top twenty five, something something up there. It's not like the most groundbreaking thing on earth, but like I would one hundred percent repeat this. Uh, on a playlist oh yeah 100 percent. it's like so different for an intro right usually you'd find something like this in the outro i agree completely this is oh yeah this would be a great outro song and i think because of the structure of this anime works amazingly as an intro song yes for this anime specifically 
Agreed. Yeah, it was refreshing, but also very familiar. I loved it. All right, then our outro, very different vibe. We go to <laughs> Sugarless Kiss by Suzuku Mori. Lauren, tell me what you thought of that outro. Okay, okay. I'm going to say something that's potentially <laughs> problematic. But uh, <laughs> oh. the first few seconds sounded just like never going to give you up. And I was like, am I about to get Rickrolled right now? Now I have to go back and listen to it <laughs> preemptive of us actually re-listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of see what you're. I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah, the first few like chords, I was like, "Oh my god!" But it didn't. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It did not. Um, but it was a great song. It was very upbeat and very, very colorful, which went against the show itself. But I loved the juxtaposition between the outro and the rest of the show. I thought it was really fun. Yeah, it was. It was definitely like a a flip. Like mm-hmm. this, I could see like as an OP, but I love it as the ending. It's the yeah. single, right? Like from the idol group from the show. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, Suzuku Mori is also the voice actress for Rui, the toy poodle who is the lead Woo! singer of Mystery Kiss. Look at us. Good for us. Woohoo. But yeah, no, totally spot on. Uh, I think it's super cutesy and it fits, uh, if it's a vibe, it's very interesting for this anime because I feel like it is a very different vibe than the anime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it also low-key fits because it's like, I think the, the aesthetic on the visuals is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's And so it fits cute. the visuals really well. Yeah, even though it doesn't, I guess if you look at it, technically fit, quote unquote, it still is within the same world, right? Because we've established yeah. that all of these it's different the walks real of world. life. Yeah, and they're conjoining into this taxi. Like it might not be on the same radio station, but it's still on the radio. It sure is. And you know what they say, the songs on the radio are okay, but my favorite music is your face. I literally was singing that in my <laughs> fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> but all of that said, I think it's time for us to move on to our segment. What modern contemporary artist do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? Woo! Lauren, why don't you kick us off with Odd Taxi by DJ Pun P. I wanted something as cool as the original. I had to do a lot of searching because I am not in the hip hop scene as much as, say, a PJ is. Mm-hmm. So I... <laughs> Took me a bit, but I ended up landing on, I don't know if I'm going to say his name right, Bozzy, um, I-F-L-Y, or I Fucking Love You, is the song. God, I really like this choice, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I think this is a great choice. Uh, I think I-F-L-Y is a great song by Bozzy to put to this. Yeah, no, solid choice. I think it definitely fits the the in, like the, the more chill. intro part. Like, mm-hmm. Even though this is hip-hop, it doesn't match the like more rappy part as much. Agreed. Yeah, I would agree But I think that. you captured that intro part perfectly. Which honestly right, works out because for mine, I more so went for the hip-hop part than the than the mellow part. <laughs> <gasps> We're gonna do that with our powers combined thing. We'll see. But Skylar, 
might might have the holistic approach right in the middle. So, Skylar, <laughs> why don't you tell me who you picked for Odd Taxi? I just feel like I've been... I It was a journey, and I try to go more <laughs> so vibes. <laughs> am I confident? Of course not. Never. Uh, except for the times I am. Anyways, I went with um, Man I Is by Logic. Yeah, I think Logic had... I think this specific Logic song does have like a bit of a vibe match. Agreed. Yeah, I like this. I like this choice. I think the vibe is there. I don't think much else is there. No, that's why I literally specified vibe. I do like this song, though. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I also like the Odd Taxi song, so they've got something in common. Woo! PJ likes them. <laughs> it's that I like them both. <laughs> All right, Peach, you're going to round us out? All right, so I went more for the like rapping part of the OP. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had a few different options that I had lined up, but I ended up going with a rap group that is actually very weeby, like plays a, does a lot of anime stuff. Ooh. Uh, and that is MC Virgins. I really okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh. Skylar seems to oh. disagree. No, 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 no. It's good. <laughs> Let me redo the. Yeah, no, that's really good. <laughs> Thanks, Skylar. <laughs> I think it is a really good choice. I think that they would do a great job with this uh, song. I think MC Virgin, specifically the song Virgin Club, Virgin's Club, because a lot of their other songs go a lot more rappy. This is like one of their most vibey songs. Yeah. They really fit that like that mellow vibe in this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do the rap section really, really well. Yeah. I do think uh, as a whole, we all totally got the vibe of this song, which, you know, again, as people that don't listen to this type of music very often, you guys did a great job with your selection. Thank you. Thank you. But let's move on to that outro song, which is Sugarless Kiss. Lauren, who did you pick for that? Okay, I had one particular song in mind basically the entire time. I did look through other options, but I kept coming back to my original song. I I don't know how accurate it's going to be, but my brain kept putting them together. I ended up saying the Cardigans Love Fool. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. I think the Cardigans Love Fool is a great choice. I think it's a lot more edgy mm-hmm. yeah. than what it's we not have as poppy. here. Yeah, for but sure. But as we've talked about, anytime we have a cutesy song, it's hard to match that in oh, English right. or really pretty much any language other than Japanese. It's But true. so I think Cardigans matches it. I see where you went with, with the Cardigans, especially Love Fool, because as Cardigans fans know, Love Fool is not at all like any of the rest of their songs. It's no. True. No, I looked for other options within their discography and was like, no, it's it's Love Fool. It's the only song yeah. that fits. Yeah, they released this song and it's it got popular. It's kind of a joke, And honestly. they released it totally as a joke. And then it got popular and they were like, oh, okay. Well, there <laughs> you go. going to happen. <laughs> but I totally, totally uh, see where you're going with this. I'll go next because I'm not super duper confident in mine, but oh, I do like see. it. So I tried to go, uh, I tried to find as much of a match as I could. And again, it is hard to find those cutesy ones, mm-hmm. but uh, I ended up landing on Every Night by Hannah Diamond. Oh, okay. I, I think, think it's you a great should match. be confident. Yeah, that was a really great choice. Now I'm I think- pissed off you put me last. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't super confident in this, so thank you. I appreciate no, it. I think you should be. I think that she would do really well, and I think the vibe and even the vocals match. Well, as thank much you as then. Can. I'm sorry that I uh, fucked you over then, Skylar. Maybe. <laughs> Again, I have the utmost faith in you, Skylar. So why don't you blow yeah. us out of the water with you your got answer? Well, Go on, PJ, Skylar. you know that I am a, a fan of K-pop, and you've definitely listened to of me listen K-pop? to- Of the K-pop? Of the K-pop. Yes. Mm, the K-pop. Uh, <laughs> and you've definitely listened to 
peripherally, Mama Land. But I went with their English version of their song, Starry Night. Yeah, it's dumb of you to have gotten mad at me because this is a better choice. That is a great choice. This is perfect. This is great. Yes. Yeah, this is phenomenal. What yeah. a great choice. Yeah, oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, yeah, no, the vocals See, we are did great. Go the in the vibe right is order. Great. We did. Yeah, you got this, guy. No, yeah, you, know. you got this, guy. This is a great choice. I, t- I totally think it fits the vibe. Mm-hmm. And this, like, yeah, I think Starry Night English version is a totally great approximation of Sugarless Kiss. Absolutely. Thank you. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we all did a phenomenal job with the uh, intro and the outro. Uh, and I liked all of these choices. But let's see what else we have, because that is the end of our music segment. Take a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on the anime. So stay tuned, everyone. We will be right back. All right, we're back. We are Lauren. Watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional animals, some additional intense connections and intense crimes. As we watch through some context clips for Odd Taxi, tell me, Lauren, after all of that, you know, you got to see kind of the web continue to grow, right? Mm -hmm. You probably had some even more surprising moments where you're like, wait, that character's also involved in this? Honestly. And you got to meet even more characters. And I mean, there's even more connections and twists and turns that I obviously didn't even show you because I do hope that Mm. I get the answer I want for this. But all of that said, you know, this show, even in those little clips, every little piece of dialogue, writing, storytelling was so tight, so concise. So I'll be tight and concise here by just jumping right to the point. Lauren, will you keep watching Odd Taxi? This show snagged my attention from the beginning just with how well-written it was and how well-rounded the characters are in such a quick amount of time. And there are so many mysteries. Some I'm sure will be solved, some I'm sure won't be, but I have to know what happens. So yes, of course, I'm going to keep watching Odd Taxi. A kawaii success in the book. Skylar, this was also your first time watching, right? Yes, I loved it. It's really good. Um, I was honestly upset that I couldn't just continue watching um, episode three, (laughs) but... Well, well now you, you know, can. you can pick it up whenever you want because that is Kawhi's successes in the book. Woo-hoo. You absolutely love to see it. Tell me, Lauren, who was your favorite character throughout all of this? Uh, for me, it was Shirakawa the entire time. She's just so sweet, but then also badass. I'm really hoping Skylar's prediction of her being in on it isn't true. No, I, I do think that's a red herring, though. I hope so, because yeah. I think she's really great. I do love that no matter how much I showed you guys, there is so much in the show that I didn't even get to cover whether that was or wasn't a thing. Uh, but yeah, Shirakawa is uh, a phenomenal character. I do love her. Uh, Skylar, who's your favorite character? She's also my favorite character. Yes! Woohoo! Uh, Shirakawa is as a super great choice for people who have only watched episode one and two. Oh, no. Hey, hey, I love a woman who could make a man feel pain. uh, Personally, though, my favorite character is Otakawa. He's great. I do love him. Yeah, He is such a great protagonist Mm -hmm. for this situation he's in. He is, I I just love him. I, I relate to him a lot. And I just want to see him get out of the situation he's in. Mm hmm. You know, as clean as he can. And Otakawa, 100% my favorite character. A good choice. I see and agree with you. But you know what else might be a good choice? Moving on to our closing segment, which means there's only one thing left to cover. Is there an AMV for that? AMV. Anime music videos. Is there an AMV for that? 
All right, Lauren and Skylar, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Odd Taxi. I went very on the nose with this one. Kind of been a a consistent thing throughout this month in particular. I went with Mr. Cab Driver by Lenny Kravitz. Ooh. (laughs) Unfortunately, Lauren, there is no AMV to Mr. Cab Driver by Lenny Kravitz to Odd Taxi. Oh, that's okay. Maybe Skylar will get some points. I mean, I think it was a phenomenal choice, a very understandable choice, but <laughs> unfortunately, that is not where the AMV community landed, but it's up to you, our loyal audience, to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but that said, Skylar, why don't you give us a shot here? So I kind of went um, the same direction as Lauren. I do think I'll probably have the same problem where the song might be a little too old for like the audience and stuff or for like the AMV community today. And I went with um, Rihanna's Shut Up and Drive. Oh, what a great song. Unfortunately, Skylar, there is Aww. no AMV to Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna to Odd Taxi. A double zero pointer here today. Yikes. Cool. The zeros cancel each other out. That's what math is, right? That is math. I'm pretty sure. So as we normally do, we haven't had to do this in quite some time. I've been doing pretty good so far. <laughs> Where uh, when we do not get a any when we don't get any points, we go through what the top three AMVs are, so you guys get a vibe for what you maybe should have chosen or could mm-hmm. have chosen. So our first AMV is to Fairy Dust by Tuvlo. Okay, don't know that one. Our second AMV is to The Zoo by Scorpions. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and our final AMV is to Human by Mother Mother. I love Mother Mother. You do. You've mentioned them before. So those are the top three AMVs to Odd Taxi. Unfortunately, zero points for the gang. But maybe there's one point that can still be achieved. Yes. Now, do you think the universally loved furry anthem... Skylar, Shakira's, <laughs> is this what you're doing this month? Shakira's Try Everything will be an AMV for Odd Taxi. All right, Lauren. The choice is yours. Is there one or is there not? Based on the newness of this anime and the fact that it really doesn't fit the vibe, I'm going to say no. All right, Lauren. Yes, you sir. are absolutely right. There is no AMV <laughs> to hey. try to by Shakira Fraud Taxi, which does give you one point for correctly guessing that. Woo! So we don't end <laughs> on something. a full sour note. <laughs> Uh, so that is one point in the book, a Hawaii success Look in the book, that. and another successful trip down one of our many furry animes. Lauren, thank you so much, as always, for going on this journey with us. Thank you for introducing me to this great show. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm excited that you liked it again. Uh, I, it's probably um, this and Ranking of Kings are Ugh. my top contenders for anime of the year for last year. And, you know, we've still got so many gold stars to go. So who knows? That might change. It might. But that said, thank you as always for joining us. But mm-hmm. I hope and I hope you had a good time. But more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope they had a fun time. I hope they had an odd time. <laughs> I hope they had a taxi time. I hope they had a capoeira time. <laughs> but until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And we'll see you on the next Taxi Cab Confession. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>